Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. We are recording this at 4.15 on Tuesday. It will drop in your feed on Wednesday morning. So after a massive 7% move Tuesday, we saw stocks rise and then slide a little bit, just a tiny bit. We're talking about maybe a tenth to a third of a percent across the board. But the big headline today, from my perspective, was when we got a tweet from Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin about adding $250 billion to the small business part of the CARES Act. We've been talking about how that program has been overrun. We have been talking about how it looked like the banks were completely unprepared to administer this. And I understand they're getting a 5% service fee for these loans without taking any risk. So nice handover to the banks. I guess the banks could have waived that if they wanted to, but they they didn't. And if you think about it, this could be a $600 billion plan now if they actually get that 250 added. So it could be a $600 billion pool on which the banks who are doing a lousy job of servicing these loans because they can't even figure out how to get them written, they are going to make $30 billion. Okay. I'm done ranting. I'm sorry. Okay. In the data universe, uh, we got the March 2020 survey of consumer expectations from the New York Fed, and lo and behold, of course, a significant deterioration in expectations about the labor market, about people's financial situation. These declines were seen across all ages, all education, all income groups. So it's probably only going to get worse. Sorry to be a buzzkill. I think that's about it. Okay, so let's get to your emails. Remember, if you've got a financial question, we'd like to hear from you. Just send us a uh, quick note, askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's our email address. You can always go to our website, jillonmoney.com. And there, if you can poke around and have some fun and look at some different uh, items there, but if some question bubbles up, just send us an email from there. You go to the upper right-hand corner and it says contact, click on us and tell us what's going on. Okay, David writes, um, very nice, always starting with all of you have been saying this, but I, you know, keep you and yours safe. I felt compelled to address a financial issue that I'm having with a decision regarding one of my 401k accounts. I need to take action in the next three weeks. Wow. Okay, so I have had in the recent past two 401ks. I have one that is active with a university and I participate in it as an adjunct instructor. The other one is now closed, was maintained until mid-February 2020 when I committed to a 401k rollover for the purpose of placing the funds in the existing university 401k. I currently have the physical check in hand for approximately $20,000 made out to the name of the university's management company on my behalf in my name. Okay. Late 60s, retired, lives on social security and pension benefits, as well as the adjunct pay. My wife works as a paraeducator in the local school district, working with elementary level autistic children, and has just entered her 60s. I live with my wife and my mother-in-law in a home that my wife and I own, aside from an existing mortgage. My question is, is the a 401k the best bet or are there better investments? Having now moved past the age of an imposed penalty upon withdrawal, standby. Here's what you got. You have a check. You have 60 days to get the old money into the the current account, 60 days from the issuance of that check. So you need to get that $20,000 into the university's 401k right now. 
don't cash this check. That money has to get into the university 401k or else you're going to have a massive and nasty tax hit. Okay. So get that money in there. ASAP. Got it. Good. Okay, Mark writes, is a furloughed individual considered the same as an unemployed individual in regards to having the ability to perform a direct transfer 401k to an IRA? Mm. Well, theoretically, a furloughed individual is still on the payroll not getting paid and has access to benefits. So I do not know if you can do this. I, I My guess is that you will have to talk to the, the provider right now. So if you, what I would do is I would go to the 401k where you currently have the money. You should say, I've been furloughed. Can I roll this over to an IRA and see if there, if there's an, a, a, a window to do this? But my concern is that if you don't get this in writing, you, this could cause a very bad tax penalty. So I would love if you could do it, but furlough is generally supposed to mean that you're technically still an employee, so you may not be able to do it. Good thinking, though. Uh, Steve says he's going to retire at 59 and a half at the end of this year. He says, I've been drawing a $3,200 monthly pension since 2011 from another company with health insurance included. Been working full time with someone else. Time to enjoy life because it's short. Anyway, my pension will be reduced at age 62 by my social security amount. That's why I should collect at 62 and reinvest the amount. Where would you put social security money when I get to age 62? I don't know if you should. Why should you take it at 62? He's single. I don't know how much money is in the 401k. If you're healthy, I'm not sure why you would do this. If you have other money, if you have non-retirement money available that could see you through to your full retirement age, that would be better. Okay. But if you do take your social security at 62, if you want to reinvest it and you don't need it to live on, then why would you then, then delay it by a few years? Um, and especially if you're healthy. Barb writes, I just started following you on our local radio station. Wait to hear this, Barb, because Mark's going to send you this little clip and you're going to want to subscribe to the podcast. I have a question about a portion of the stimulus that deals with mortgages. I will be falling back on mine due to COVID-19. I heard about a program on federally backed mortgages that allows you to stop payments for a couple of months without repayment and no interest or penalty without dinging your credit. My credit's in the low 800s. I would like to keep it there. Can you give me insight into this? Yes. Here's the deal. There was a announcement by the government, which basically said, if you have a mortgage that is backed by a government entity like Fannie or Freddie or um, the FHA, that you would be able to suspend payments due to coronavirus. Um, now, here's the deal. Either you're supposed to have uh, 90 days of monthly payments that are delayed, maybe up to a year, by the way, you obviously will owe the money. You're either going to say they're going to just tack time on at the end of the loan, or you might have a structured plan. But what's really important here is that you ask for these for this forbearance. You make sure that you write down whoever took this message down for you. If it's a call center, it's very difficult. I understand the call center um, for all call centers for all of these mortgage companies is just getting hammered. It was amazing. We saw a, uh, a forbearance request uh, grew pretty dramatically, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association, by almost 1,900% between the week of March 16th and the week of March 30th. 
That's you though. So Barbara, get going, do request this. It's really important. And I would uh, hope that this works for you. Okay. All right. Now, uh, John also asking about mortgages. Um, My question is about refinancing my mortgage. We bought a house in 2018 with a 30-year fixed mortgage, 4.375%. Is it worth refinancing at the lower 3.5% taking on the new $20,000 of closing costs? We've got no issues with paying the current mortgage. The refi will save approximately $200 a month for the new 30-year fixed with the new down payment included in the principal. We're struggling with making the decision and for the past six weeks since mortgage rates have dropped. Okay, so it's $200. So here's what you do. You say, okay, you say it costs me $20,000. You divide that by $200 a month, and that will take you 100 months to break even. What do you think, Mark? I'm, I'm inclined to say rock on, refi. I mean, presuming that you're going to remain in that home, I think you should do it. Uh, all right. I think that, oh my gosh, we're, we're done so quickly. I uh, just, um, I did this on my radio show uh, and I want to make sure I do it here for you guys. Uh, if you do not need your stimulus check, I would, or if you have a little extra money, I want to remind you that you can donate money. You can make an above the line deduction. If, if you don't itemize your deductions, you can give 300 bucks away to help people out who are less fortunate than you. If you actually are in the position where life is really good, I would encourage you to consider some charitable organizations. The United Nations Foundation and the Swiss Philanthropy Foundation have created the COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund It's supporting the World Health Organization to help at-risk countries. We also learned that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has a foundation and an emergency response fund. It's a catch-all for giving to local health departments, global response efforts, et cetera. Uh, You know, if you've got some charities that you really care about, think about if you can afford it, making a donation because all these nonprofits are going to be under severe pressure. So remember this gang, we are here for you. Uh, We're trying to lift you up when we can and help you out and take on some of that stress that you might be feeling. Sometimes we're talking about our money and that's the stress that we focus on but often there's stress about something else. So let's uh, let's scratch that itch a little bit together. Let's get rid of the financial stresses with you. Let's walk you through all these different programs that the government is providing and help you to the best of our ability. All we ask in return is that you pass on this podcast to others who you think could benefit from it. Mark and I really do appreciate it. And we know that we are privileged to be able to do this on a daily basis. If you have a financial question, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Go to our website, jillonmoney.com. There's a lot of resources there. We're building that resource section by the day. So let us know if we can help you. And we'll be happy to talk to you tomorrow. Take a deep breath, gang. Be safe, social distancing, be nice to each other. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.